welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, balance and relationship advisor for bold women in business and a few brave men. Oh my goodness. Can you believe we are literally at the end of the season of the High Achievers Consequence? Like, We've been on a roll. We've been doing so much since March for this. It's been amazing. This is uh, it's so ridiculous and I'm so excited. We're actually, well, we do have one more bonus episode in the queue for this. That'll come out next week. But for the most part, this is the official, official end of the High Achievers Consequence. And we've talked about everything from the perfectionistic paralyzation, you know, I'll be making up phrases, to being an overextender regretter, to the quick committing quitters. Like we've been talking about everything. Um, and today, the Nikita-isms and everything else will not end because we're going to have some shell chat-isms. Holla! For everybody who's listening today, you hear Sheldon laughing, don't you? I want to take a second and introduce this beautiful woman. Like, her bio is fantastic. It's like 25 pages long, so I'm not even going to read it because she's phenomenal and she's done so much in her life. I had the opportunity to meet her. Gosh, I feel like it's been over a year at this point because she's had a baby and everything in the middle of it. Um, Sheldon Barlett Rumor is an amazing personality for one. She has her own show called This Is It TV that airs live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Facebook. She's also been doing This Is It for an extremely long time in various different ways as a daily show and a lifestyle channel that I have to say with the various is because the evolution has been powerful. I've seen her go from the live audiences and the kind of a brick and mortar stage one to being more about her own balance and self-care especially with this new beautiful baby with these gorgeous blue eyes and making sure that she does things that are not even just in alignment with herself and her lifestyle but allow her bis- her business to grow with IG Creative. She's phenomenal. She's an entertainment reporter for SNJ Today, a correspondent from mainstreetceo.com and so many other fundraisers and compliments to her her life as one of the board of directors for Griffs and Gives and 501c3 Profits. I mean, the woman is the epitome of a high achiever, okay? I have to welcome Sheldon as someone who is a sister friend, a power partner, and just her smile brightens up any room. So if you haven't had an opportunity to see her, believe me, you need to. You need to check her out Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Eastern on This Is It TV. Sheldon, welcome to the Balance Boldly podcast. How are you? Oh, I am lovely. I mean, who needs anything else when you have an intro like that? Hello, hello. (laughs) I mean, you, oh, this is wonderful. So blessed, so blessed. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for those kind words. Those are wonderful. No, you're welcome. I remember when, well, who was it? Jason Edelman that introduced us like a year and a half ago. I think Jason's had another baby or two since we (laughs) So insane, so insane. It's contagious, so you better be careful, I'm not drinking that water. I don't know what y'all drinking, but I'm I'm just not doing it. Um, I know you saw on uh, Facebook uh, not too long ago when I posted, it was a little meme, those little Facebook quizzes that said, you're going to have a a beautiful baby boy this year. I was like, nope, 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 nope. You're hilarious. So I would love for you to share with every one of the listeners, the bold women and brave men of the Balance Bully podcast, just who you are and how you've journeyed to the space that you are now being what I consider a media mogul. Like you are doing it, girl, like on every level. Please share. 
Thank you. Thank you. So it began in a way that, you know, I wanted to, I wanted so much when I was younger, right? I just really didn't, but I didn't know what it entailed. I knew that I always wanted to be self-employed. I knew that I always wanted to be a CEO before I knew what a CEO truly, truly meant. Mm -hmm. At the beginning, I thought it was the corner office and the glass conference room tables and all of those things that I thought that that is what I aspired to do. And, and for a very young age, you know, I, you know, not to age myself, but the truth <laughs> be told, you know, I started in this space at the height of the dot-com scenario. So all of my friends from college were starting dot-coms based here in the Philadelphia area. So it was everything from around philly.com to philly tonight to all of these wonderful, wonderful platforms that and a few of them still exist, which is a wonderful thing and a testament to them. And so I found myself really being part of the marketing space and really being able to throw myself into the event creation and, and driving viewership and driving engagement before I even knew what any of those things meant. It was, okay, how am I going to get as many eyeballs as possible to log in, log on, sign up, you know, and how, what was the magnitude behind that? And again, with the back of my mind being, I want to be a CEO, I want to be a CEO, I want to be a CEO, until I actually did the work and knew that the actual work was far more important than the title. And that is what really turned a corner for me, you know, aside from the valleys in which I, you know, was forced to kind of visit every now and then. And when I say valleys, it was really about those hardships that come in that entrepreneurial process, those hardships that come from not knowing, taking a chance, and doing the wrong things, right? Going left yeah. when you should have gone right. And just being, but still being willing to get back in the car and drive and find that lane and really focus on that. So it was really about creating an agency for me. I had, I had you know, through these journeys of, of becoming a CEO, you know, based on the fact that I was inexperienced and I was far too young with far too much energy. My goal was to, you know, how do I learn? How do I really take my place you know, as a CEO, as a mogul, as an entrepreneur, how can I do that without really knowing? How can I do that without having the experience? So I went into the hospitality space and opened a series of different restaurants, was able to be part of the launch team for a rest, uh, uh, hospitality group, MGM brand, as well as, uh, you know, a large scale casino in Atlantic City called the Borgata Hotel Casino and Spa. Mm. I was part, yeah, I was part of their inaugural team. Out of 5,000 employees, I was number 269. And <laughs> wow. so, yeah, so there before the building had walls and there before we were able to, you know, really usher in a launch of such magnitude. And so with that, I got a lot of I got a lot of hard knocks. I got, a, I got to learn. I got to be in the space. And a project like Borgata um, that is still thriving to this day, you know, is full of hospitality and spas and entertainment and all of the different attributes of lifestyle that I knew that I wanted to be a part of. And it was like having every single ideal client under one roof and having to really give, you know, a crash course in being a true marketer, a crash course in being proficient within the space. Once I knew that I had gathered up what I felt to be at the time, you know, and you know, a lot of experience, I wanted to head back to the Philadelphia area where I went to, you know, I went to college at LaSalle University here in Philadelphia and, you know, take it out, go out on my own, you mm -hmm. know, go out on my own and start consulting. And I began consulting and I created an agency called IG Creative, where we really helped our clients, big and small, with grassroots marketing campaign, campaigns, helping them find what I like to call their marketing voice, 
when we began having these conversations, I was then at that point poised to get my clients ready for PR and marketing opportunities. So they needed to get comfortable in front of the camera. Mm. They needed to get comfortable telling their story. And so because I'm not shy by any stretch of the imagination, (laughs) (laughs) I began interviewing them in front of the camera. And with that is where This Is It TV began. They began to share the content with their communities. They began to share their content with their, their colleagues. And others would come to me asking me to interview them. And organically, a digital series you know, came to life. And so I've been really concentrating on that moving forward. So really taking the skills, the know-how, my entrepreneurial spirit, and utilizing that not only to just execute, but now to be a storyteller. And that is really where I've now found my, my lovely, happy place and where you and I have met. So that yes. was wonderful. No, it's been phenomenal. I mean, just your story, your journey alone, which was like the 100,000 view perspective, obviously, because we would need like five chapters worth of Balanced Boldly podcast to go through because um, you've done so much. And and I say that from a space of not that that place where a lot of people are like, oh, you're doing too much because I, I used to hear that all the time, too. But you've done so much that you've succeeded at and you've learned when to quit from things that just weren't serving you anymore. Um, which is hard for a lot of people. Some people hold on to things until their own wheels fall off, not just the wheels of the vehicle that they're holding on to. And you've been able to say, you know what? This has been long enough. Let me evolve it. Not necessarily just throw it, throw the baby out with the bathwater, but let me evolve it into something that's a little bit more reflective of my truest nature, of my purpose, of my skill set. And you know, the first time that I was on your show over in Jersey with the, the live audience, I told you right there, I said, I feel like I'm sitting next to Oprah Winfrey. Like, this is ridiculous. I've, I remember, Sheldon, watching you, you know, be when you're doing like your intro portion, and you were totally unscripted. You know, maybe you had something memorized in your head. I don't know. But you didn't have a piece of paper or nothing. You just had a cute little dress on um, and sitting down with that beautiful staging that you had. And you spoke for, I don't know, five, maybe 10 minutes for your intro. And it sounds like perfection. You didn't. You were amazing. Like I stutter over my own name sometimes. That's just, you know, <laughs> that's just how I talk. My husband teases me and says that I'm the speaker who can't speak because I'm, I'm like constantly messing up words. But I'm like, it's just me. You fold your flaws or fix, or fix them. It's, it's all right. Fold them in or, or throw them away. Um, and you were just like perfectionist. So it made sense when you told me that, you know, like, yeah, I'm an adjunct professor at Temple. I'm helping these kids with advertising and personal branding because this is what you do. You you pull the youth up and you get them to a space where they can walk in their excellence and become future clients. Like, yes. you know what you're doing. <laughs> I am, I am. And then it's really about building community for me now. And I think that, you know, it takes a while. And yeah. I, I, when you're speaking with these, you know, I shouldn't call them children, but these students, yeah. they're in a space that I was in as well, where again, I was 21, I, want, I graduated and I was entitled. I wanted to be, I was a millennial before millennials were a thing. And it was like a thing where it was, you know, I want to be a CEO today. I have no reason to be a CEO. I, I don't even know what the job entails, but I know that I want to be a leader and I know that I want to run all of this. Yeah. There was no way you know, that that could have happened without me knowing what needed to be done, what needed to be done well, how to do it, where to get it, none of those things. So the journey was long, as you said, and believe me, and it continues to happen. But my ability and my willingness 
to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. And that is really now what I live in, you know, on a regular basis is really that space of like, okay, today is not easy, but I will not live in this moment of discomfort forever. No. There's going to be a situation where I'll be able to move forward in a positive way mm -hmm. and I will get out of where I am today into a positive tomorrow. I have to believe that. And instead of it being a downfall, and believe me, before Borgata, there was a downfall, and before, you know, This Is It TV, there was a all of these things, there yeah. were these valleys, I choose to call them, and you and I, I think I've used this word, and or abused this word, but the pivot, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. the ability to take that step, you know, in an opposite direction, and it could be a quick, quick and swift step in order to be able to recognize where I am today is not where I want to be. Mm -hmm. I need to be, you know, to forgive myself for the mistakes that I've made Same. and I need to move in another direction. And, you know, that is the hardest part though, I yeah. believe, is that forgiveness of yourself. Like the, the ability to look at other people and say, no, you're right. I didn't make the right decisions. Right. That wasn't a good idea. You know, to humble yourself enough to say that I don't, I don't have all of the answers, mm -hmm. and and to be able to be comfortable. You know, again, my journey is long. So the woman that worked at Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa was not married, had no children, mm. did not live in the suburbs of New Jersey. So the wants of this woman that's on this podcast today isn't the same as the young woman that started, you know, in, in the hospitality industry back then. So there needed to be a series of pivots along the way. There needed to be. No, I. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, for every new shift that you were craving in your life, there was going to be not only the shaking of the ground underneath of you, but some of those walls had to come down, starting with you and your own expectation to like just deal with the, you know, the, the reality that there were things that you were going to want in tomorrow's future, you know, your, your beautiful daughter, your beautiful son, yes. Yes. you know, the, the, the bonus, bonus kid, you know, yes. like all of yes. that. I think he is the bonus kid. He is so oh, gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> is the, I mean, he, is, he is the bonus kid. There's no more though. He's, no he's more. A, that's what you say, but okay. Um, <laughs> like, okay. So we having a conversation nine months later. Um, and I'm like, and Sheldon's back on balance boldly oh, with her beautiful bundle of three. <laughs> but you know, like I, I totally agree with you that those shifts had to be different. And if you're still breathing, you're still on the journey. Like that's the reality. Like, I don't care if your journey before was, you know what? I just want to get to two figures. I want to get to five figures. I want to get to six. It doesn't matter with each new shift. You're still, if you're breathing, you're still here. And there are new walls to bring down, including the ones that belong to you, to your point with forgiving yourself. Because I believe that a lot of it is just breaking our own expectation. You know, I had an expectation of myself seven years ago when in 2011, uh, May 9th in the middle of the night when I seeded the whole idea to my husband of like, listen, I had been sitting on this vision privately that I had, you know, at that point, almost nine months prior and was too nervous to even admit out loud to him for him, you know, to think that I was crazy. I finally had the conversation with him back in May 2011. And I had a different expectation of where it would be when we would open the doors. I'm like, oh, because we're going to make $65,000 a month doing this and that. Amen. Right. And that is not <laughs> what my reality was. Not even one twentieth of that reality. And Right. And that math was probably wrong, too. Like, you know, like, 
it it just wasn't. I did not expect to go out and be a person of integrity to be eaten up by people who were just sniffing out the new prey. Oh, you're a new business owner. You need this. You need that. Let me sell you this. Let me sell you that. Let me get into your network. Who do you know? Oh, you used to work at Chop. Who can you like? It was ridiculous. And and dealing with that broken expectation of okay, I thought I would really be making sixty five thousand dollars a month by you know said point, and I thought my network would be this and this, and moving from that space of okay, now my personal relationships are different because of the expectation that was tethered to point A, which was the business. It has because it did not go in that way, and in fact, we lost a lot of money. My husband was looking at me like, so what? What you about to do about this life, like? Um, you know, how, how are you going to handle this? Because you got to send this role and my children are like, what you mean? I can't continue to be on soccer and dance and take three classes. What you mean? We need to cut back. Like this has been our life for the last eight, nine years. What do you mean? Business has changed. And you know, what do you mean? We're moving from this house. Like there was a lot of things that snowballed out of that. And I had to forgive myself at each and every stage and in order to make room for the new blessing. So I completely align. And you you know I do, because we have all kinds of offline conversations. Like, no, we do. We do. <laughs> Listen, life gets real. And I think for all the listeners that are here, that are participating in this conversation kind of virtually with us, it's the reminder to you that everybody goes through something. Everybody does. But what kind of support do you have? How honest are you willing to be so you can get the right support in process? And what kind of excuses are you going to remove out of your way to get to the next level? Like you and you and I were talking about some of the work that you've done and you have This Is It TV and it's a daily digital series and you guys are, I know you have all kinds of beautiful product with screen, hashtag scream your dream. Yes, Listen, you know, I love it. Um, and it's so pivotal and it's like earth shattering when you say it because it's right, like scream your dream and how you're, you're monetizing that as another level of just your truth. It is simply your truth. Tell everyone about that. And it's interesting because, I mean, you look at, you look at what it is that you're going to do and, and to be transparent, you know, we're self-made people, correct? Yeah, and, yes. and so, and those people that are listening now are, are on the journey of being self-made or are currently being self, are currently self-made. And when that comes to truth and when you're doing that, you're looking to be able to build community. You're looking to be able to strengthen the people who follow fan and like you, the people who purchase your product or service. You're looking to share your value all of these different things. And so often, you know, I have been working with people in the marketing space where my sole job was to speak for those that didn't know how to speak for themselves as a marketer or weren't interested or didn't have time. And for me, the cupcake lady, I'd rather have you be baking cupcakes all day and allow for me to utilize my voice to sell your cupcakes. That is my job. That People ask me, like, what do you do? I said, I do nothing. All I do is speak. For those that do, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody mm-hmm. else is building the bicycle. Somebody else is pressing the t-shirt. Somebody else is making the cupcakes. It's my job to sell the bikes, to sell the t-shirts, to sell the cupcakes. And so now I'm in a position where I'm encouraging those cupcake bakers, those, the builders of the bicycles to be able to find their own voice. Because once they find their own voice, they can begin to have conversations that monetize their own lives. Right and not be held prisoner to those that are speaking for them, you know, and not be in a situation where they can't 
go to a you know go to a networking event or go to an opportunity and be able to share their story and as you know there is you know no longer is networking confined to events that serve warm chardonnay and cold hummus mm. now it is a scenario where it's the soccer field yeah. the grocery store that's right you know what i mean where you're literally running into friends from high school and they're asking you what are you doing Mm -hmm. What are you up to? And you have remortgaged your house, haven't seen a friend, has put everything into making these bracelets in your basement, but right. you cannot begin to say out loud what you are doing for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. You cannot be able to say out loud why somebody should buy that bracelet, why somebody should go to your website, why somebody should buy that book. So for me, it's really about making sure that no one lives in the whisper that yeah. people no longer whisper their wishes that they scream out loud and scream their dream and so for me it's so important for me to be able to be that kind of inspiration and share that with as many people as possible yeah. and i knew that there needed to be outlets in order for that to happen so i knew that i needed to have the show and that it needed to be daily because mm -hmm. it's a religious experience for me too because every day instead of it being Every Friday, I get inspired. Right. Every other Saturday, I get inspired. Or once a month, I get inspired. I need to be inspired every day. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be committed to doing it every single day. So I knew that it needed to be a daily show. And then I also knew, okay, how can I bring this inspiration into people's lives? And what other way to do that in addition to being digital, but for people to be able to wear it? Like, let wear your inspiration. Remember it. You know what I mean? In the lack of getting a tattoo on your arm for you to scream your dream, what are ways that you can carry this with you always? And so we, you know, found a really great company out of Arizona that's helping us in creating a merchandising program, similar mm. to a merchandising program that you would have for any other, you know, major brand or a resort somewhere. It's just mm -hmm. shirts and tote bags and those types of things. But I want What's really interesting about what, we, what we're creating is that through Scream Your Dream, we are asking you to purchase a t-shirt or a tote bag, but we want you to send us the picture of you wearing that Scream t-shirt. I love that. Or that you're wearing that Scream Your Dream, and I'm going to share that with our community with mm -hmm. a link back to what you are screaming about every day. So it's not, I'm just asking you to buy my stuff so you can buy my stuff and you know what I mean? I can continue, continue to support my production and da, da, da. it's more than that. It's about utilizing this tool to strengthen and support the reason why I created this in the first place, to help people scream their dream. And, you know, and, and in turn, it does support me in a full transparency. Uh -huh. It allows for me to continue to do what I do, but it's also, you know, creating a collaboration out of a traditional, you know, a traditional sense. So I don't want people to whisper anymore. You have dedicated too much time, too much effort, and too much money, frankly, to be walking around in a whisper. It's time for people to be bold, as you say, mm -hmm. and for them to scream out loud. So that's, that's my goal. No, I, I absolutely love that. And I, I have to add to your last statement that the value is valuable. So you, you know, you're offering all this value to people and you're helping them to literally, you know, one of our taglines is break the box, then balance, balance boldly. But 
um, you're helping them break their own boxes, <laughs> you know, starting with their voice box yes. and understand that they have a message inside of them. And no matter how great their product or service or program is, if no one hears about it, literally, figuratively, online, socially, whatever, then they become that best kept secret. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm from Philadelphia and I know there are lots of, <laughs> you know, I know there are lots of people who love having that hairdresser that they don't want to share, that they don't want to tell nobody about because like, she's too good. I don't want to have to share her. I don't want to be anybody's best kept secret. I don't. That is not, <laughs> you know, I don't necessarily have to, you know, be on the front cover of XYZ magazine necessarily. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, you know, that's not necessarily one of my aspirations. However, I don't want to be so awesome and so secretive that I got the same two clients and I'm trying to chase after them every month to pay me. No, Rude. no, Rude, <laughs> no. And it's about understanding where you want to be. I was speaking to an artist, um, a young artist who, you know, was questioning the commercialism, you know, yeah. of their space. And they wanted, you know, they want to be taken seriously as an artist. They want to be able to do. And I was very blatant about the fact, do you want to eat? Yeah, same. Do you want to eat? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be able to utilize your gift, mm -hmm. which is your ability to create beautiful, beautiful art? Do you want that to be able to support you right. as a living? And then do you want to be able to share what it is that you deem worthy mm -hmm. with as many people as possible? Because you can be an artist in your basement by yourself, yep. not making any money, yep. but being able to create things that you enjoy and that you love. Or you can sacrifice, you know what I mean, some time, mm -hmm. go to market with something that you might not necessarily be passionate about so you can support what it is in fact that you were passionate about right. and scream your dream in that way. All of us are living sacrifices, you know, yes. in order to scream our dream. Mm -hmm. What the, the conflict comes in truthfully is a lot of people that they can have, think that they can have dreams without a little bit of sacrifice. And it's not even a little bit without significant sacrifice. And there's, there's just no shortcut to a forever dream. In my, in my scenario, you want your family to live off of your dream for generations. Mm -hmm. You want to be retired off of it. You want your children to never have to want for anything, but you think that that's going to happen in three months. Right. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you think that it's going to happen in three so months. You, so your generations are going to live off of your sacrifice for a three month period of time. And right. that's not reality. Right. So in getting comfortable with your screen and getting comfortable with your marketing voice also requires you understanding, not only being comfortable to being uncomfortable, but a sense of patience in your journey and a sense of commitment that you have, even with the pivots, commitment that you have to whatever it is that you're doing and knowing that if it's worth doing, that you are going to get there, you know, through perseverance. And Absolutely. that's a huge thing. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're speaking to, I think, both the entrepreneurs and those entrepreneurial leaders that are in other organizations, right? Because the reality is there's a lot of women and men, those few brave men that are in these powerful positions or, or have the qualifications for powerful positions, but they didn't negotiate. And, and then they're, you know, they're, they're technically in a $180,000 role, but they're being paid 120 where the, the legacy that they could create is so much different with that $60,000 difference. Okay. Like it's a, a big, big difference, difference, but they, didn't, didn't, they were literally whispering and yeah. they just kind of accepted anything. So I think you're speaking to both those people who are, you know, sitting in those organizations that are non, you know, traditionally entrepreneurial, but they have an entrepreneurial spirit. And then the traditional entrepreneurs that, 
you know, I need to take a minute <laughs> to take a pause and say, I need everybody to stop using this hashtag woke when they're not awake in the first place, because <laughs> they're like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hashtag sleep. Because to your point, you made such a valuable point. There's people who are coming into the space that may have even been in the space, but they are like dragging their feet in a way saying, I just need three months, three months, three months. And they might've been saying it for the last 15 years, you know, whatever. But first of all, be realistic. You're not willing to do the work that you would need to do for it to be, you know, that kind of brand in three months. So if you want your brand to be at a certain level, well, I think the IG creative package is like $20,000 a month. You know, like yep, yep, yep. if you if you want to do that in three months, well, I have to bring in eight of my team members yep, to yep, do. You know yep, what I mean? Like, yes, but if you're saying, yes. well, actually, Sheldon, um, I need you to your team to write all the copy. I need you to pull all the R and D stats. I need you to figure out what my new look is going to be, so I can represent this new message that I was not able to cultivate before you helped me pull out my story in the first place. Like, let's not go down that rabbit hole. But you know, I need your team to do all this, and I have. $250 a month. You're not getting there in three months. And you, it's okay. you and know, it's a shame to your 250 because right. rea in reality is also a, in an authentic space. Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't want to feel anybody, you know, I don't want to make, and I know you don't want to either. It's for anybody to be shamed because yeah. again, we've both been there only yeah. having 250. Yes. But live and understand and understand the power of that 250 and value that 250 right. in a way that you're doing it in a realistic space. And there's no, there's no shame in old, no. there's no shame in having zero money. Right. Shame, but that shame. means that the work needs to be different. That means that, the, that you must scream louder because a whisper will never work Not, with no budget. And you won't disqualify the $20,000 value by trying to get it for 250. Like that, and you know what, girl, don't listen. So, and, and that's the bigger point is sometimes we'll have people who are like, no, I need to do this in three months. Uh, you know, IG creative has everything that I want. I want to go and I want to do it. Um, but I'm only going to pay your team to like, no, we, we can get you there. We can get you there. We can make it work, but it's probably going to be closer to 18 months with, with you doing a lot more heavy lifting than you would have to, if I was able to bring in eight team members to dedicate to your specific situation. And I, I think that that's what a lot of people miss. It's definitely a not, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like I, honey, we have had, oodles, I don't even eat oodles and noodles and we have lived off of oodles and noodles. Okay. So like it's, it's real. Like the life gets real. Um, even before being an entrepreneur, right? but, <laughs> yes, yes. but I, you gotta be realistic about people's value too. And I think on the other side of that, as the entrepreneur offering the value, sometimes we have that regret and shame of turning someone away. And I know I've been there just speaking, pointing to my top of my head. I've been there like, Oh, I want to help them so bad. And then what happens? We do it. We do it. And then what happens? What kind of client do they turn in when we gave them the $20,000 value for 250, this made up number that I just pulled out of the air and they turn into the client. That's like, um, acting like they, they pay you fifty thousand dollars a month and they dominate oh, all of your time oh. and energy and drive you insane because the, the issue is that you're coming in, in a number of different ways either you're launching or you're or you're losing right, right. so right. it's either a situation where you're getting somebody where they're they they're already broken mm -hmm. and you must rebuild right or they haven't built yet at all right, right. so it's the, very rarely and i would love to say that the majority of us come to us come they come to us unbroken and they're like help Help me not get broken, right? Mm -hmm. So it's usually either I'm starting up and I want to be able to start off with 
you know, a clarity and yeah. create a structure and those, you know, we thrive off of. But the truth of the matter is, and again, nothing wrong with those that are out there that mm-hmm. need help because the key is Never. for you to say and recognize that you need help. Yeah. Is that we're in that space. And so when you are in that space, very oftentimes you are in a space where you are so hungry that your stomach is growling so loud that you can't have clarity in your thoughts. And so everything is a hustle. Everything mm-hmm. is a rush. Mm-hmm. Everything is a, the desperation we talked about a little bit offline mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you have forces you to make decisions you would otherwise not make. Yeah. And so we have to be, as, as the service providers, have to create that balance, right? We have to be able to lead the conversation. So we're working within boundaries. We're working, you know, within real, realistic deliverables. And we're getting you to a really great place. And I think that, you know, in doing so, in working with you, whether it be one-on-one or within a group, it's a, and I know that you work so hard to do this, and, 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 and I do as well, is to get your clients to an authentic space yes. where they're being real and honest with you mm-hmm. because there's no way to help them or for you to even help yourself if you are not honest with yourself about where you currently are. If you are broke, say you are broke. If you have $5, say you have $5. If you say you only have an idea and no product, own that. Mm-hmm. Own where you stand. Be okay with the position you are within your position. That is what I am currently d- stressing to so many of you because you will come to a consultant, you will come to a coach, you will come to an agency, and you will bring all this fraudulent language mm-hmm. and fraudulent behavior that we can't help you based on fiction. We can only help you based on reality. Based on nonfiction. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, you you said it so well. Like, it's one of those moments where you're like, I always have something to add. I can't even add anything to that. That's <laughs> powerful. And you you put literally using that word position, you positioned it perfectly. Um, and I hope that all of the listeners listening heard that so clearly. Um, and wait till I get to the gentle honesty moment. It's like such a great, such a great capture. Um So Sheldon, with all the work that you're doing, and as we wrap up, I want you to tell people how you unapologetically pause for you. I do. It's the baby. (laughs) It is the baby. I mean, I think that, and believe me, as having that entrepreneurial spirit from a very young age, like I thought that I was, I thought that I was, you know, tough. And I thought that I was unbreakable Mm -hmm. but until and this isn't necessarily about giving birth Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. necessarily for those that haven't and and for those you know it's about finding something bigger than yourself yeah it's about whatever that is whatever it could be your dog it could be your nephew or your niece it could be your friend it could be an elderly person that you take care of it could be finding something that you look at and you can mirror your accomplishments, you can mirror your strength, you can look at it and say, you know, when I look at this object or I look at this person or I look like live within this experience, I am my full self and my children are that for me. And, you know, without getting emotional, it is a situation where, you know, to look at them, they are the best of who I am mm-hmm. and the va- fact that I have been lucky enough and blessed enough 
to not only be a creator, because it's one thing to create children, but another thing to be able to be part of the raising of them. Yeah. Is such an honor, an obligation, and a blessing that I that I walk through every day. So how I escape is through them and through their eyes. It's through experiencing new things through them. It's through talking to them. It's through listening to them. My daughter Sydney and I do these this thing called she's seven and we do this thing called questions and mm -hmm. she still allows me to check her in and I'll do so until she <laughs> tells me I'm no longer able to or allowed. And you know, in the dark we sit and we ask each other questions. Mm -hmm. You know? What's your favorite color? What's your what do you want to be when you grow up? What you know what I mean? What did you you know what's your favorite food? Getting to know her to truly know who she is in yeah. a casual space. You know, with no obligation, no, you don't have to clean, no, you don't have to put things away, no, you don't have to, and I look to do the same thing with my son, and to get to know and respect them in that way, you know, that I'm still able with, with an iron fist to discipline them. Yeah, of course. But to, but to respect them in that way. So they are my, they are my way of balancing. They are my way to, to check myself, to check my gut, to check my choices, to check, you know what I mean, what it yeah. is, am I, am I a reflection that they can be proud of? And even with, in having them, you know, my projects have become even more intense because now, especially with the climate of this world, mm -hmm. it's imperative for me to be, you know, a woman, an African woman, an African-American woman, an entrepreneur, a mother that they can look to as, you know, a true staple in their life, that they can look to, you know, as a, as a, a true pillar of strength and, and, and someone to admire. So they are, they are my air on my break yeah for sure no i love that and i especially love the innocence and the fact that they are your anchor right now because they're not teenagers hello yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you. they're so adorable that's <laughs> so i'm gonna take it for all it's worth so that's right you worth. got a few more years before you're I'm like no you, you and i are gonna have a separate podcast exactly well i'm you know, I'm thinking about your show when I was on This Is It TV a few months back. And uh, at this point, by the time this airs, a few months back, and uh, you were doing a special, um, because I know your show, show has various sponsors, and you were doing a special about a wine. Uh, what was it? Um, oh, gosh. It's it like a, a winery. That oh, yes, exactly. White Horse Winery was doing something amazing. Yep. Yes. And that might be your new anchor. anchor. By the time Sydney be. is like 11, you're going to be like, listen, my new pause is a bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> so if we're going to keep it real. Like Pinot Grigio is my medicine. It okay. does help. Mama needs her medicine every now and then. I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. So if anybody would like to belly up with a glass of wine with me at any given point. <laughs> I am definitely down for that. My coffee and my wine are, are my, I drink wine, coffee, and water. Those are the three beverages that, uh, that I consume. Uh, no, I totally, totally love that. You are so amazing and ridiculous and incredible on every level. I love that. Um, so how can everybody contact you? Like, how can they connect with you? Yes, I want everybody to follow Fan and like me, please. Be part of the Scream Your Dream community. We have a Facebook group. Just simply search Scream Your Dream and you can follow Fan and like us at This Is It TV. At This Is It TV, our daily show airs each and every day, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time off of our Facebook page. That's facebook.com backslash This Is It TV. And on all social platforms, I am Cheldon Barlat. That was the original and you know that's how it's going to stay at least for now so at sheldon barlat and at this is it tv please follow fan and like us i mean i am so grateful that you were able to have 
me on the podcast today. You are a gem. You are a gem, my friend. And I'm lucky to know you. I'm no, you. I, I love how we love each other and I appreciate it. And I just have to highlight, don't y'all see how smooth she was when she did that clothes? That's all I'm going to say. She literally walks in her talk because she said that like, listen, oh, what hat switched on? Let me tell you about me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Shelly, you're so amazing. And as always, I mean, we could, you know, well, you know, like we could go on forever and ever and ever because that's what we do and have so much fun doing it so I thank you and I honor you for carving out time I know you have clients and students and children and a husband and all kinds of things to, to handle so I super appreciate you being here with us today of course of course my pleasure my pleasure you're amazing so you stay right there don't go anywhere oh my gosh balance boldly listeners how amazing is Sheldon I love I love her. Her show chats, her This Is It TV, her Scream Your Dream. Like, I love everything about her and her voice, just period. And I mean that literally and figuratively. If there was someone that I could just be like, I got a little bit of an entrepreneurial crush, I would say that it's Sheldon. So um, she's my entrepreneurial crush. She's just so amazing in her media maven-ism or ist. You know, there's a word. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make it up as I typically do. Um, I want to take a second and just thank you guys, as always, for having this opportunity, whether you were on your run, on the treadmill, in the car, walking down the street, whatever you were doing when you carved out a space for us to talk to you right now and to share these these literally plant these positive seeds in your life and in your relationships and in your business. I'm just so honored to be able to do it every single week right here on Balance Boldly. Of course, if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share so you get all these notifications straight to your inbox and you don't have to chase them and just wait for emails. We want to make sure that other bold and brave have access to these valuable balance tools. You hear me? I can't talk again today. What's wrong with me? Thanks, Sheldon took all of my voice because I was like so excited that she was here. Um, of course, I want to continue the conversation with you on Twitter, IG, and FB, which is Facebook. I'm at Balance Bowley, so you can always find me there. And as typical, I want to sign off with a little gentle honesty. My takeaway, and there were so many today that I took away from Sheldon Bartlett Rumer when she was here today. The firm takeaway for gentle honesty today, in her words, in a, a string that I pulled together, was find yourself, stop whispering your wishes, and scream your dream today and then we want to put hashtag scream your dream because that is her hashtag and we want to make sure that we're all following her make sure as a small side plug because she is a power partner and a sister and a friend make sure you check her out monday through friday at 10 a.m eastern that is every single day this is a digital lifestyle series for you bringing motivation and inspiration every single day on this is it tv on facebook so please make sure you do that we will make sure that the actual direct link to that is in the show notes on itunes Google Play, uh, uh, iHeartRadio, and everywhere else that we show up and anywhere that you can get this podcast through any of your podcast catchers, we will make sure you do that. In the interim, if by chance, for some foolery reason, you are not already a member of the Dreamers Blueprint, make sure you go to dreamersblueprint.com and become an investor in yourself, learning how to maximize your potential and your profits as an entrepreneur and an entrepreneurial leader. We are speaking to both of you, helping you get to the next level and unlock all of the issues and challenges that are literally standing in the way of you getting to the next level. Go to thedreamersblueprint.com and invest in yourself and I will be there to boldly stand and bring you value every single day. So I look forward to that. Until next time, I will see you on the other side of the moon. So enjoy your balance and do it boldly.